Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Faster than a speeding bullet. to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Lincoln, 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 Bobinkin, Bonanna, Lincoln. They say this cat Lincoln is a bad mother. We're just talking about Lincoln. I was wondering when she'd go bring it up. <laughs> Morning, Cincinnati. Welcome to 1230 WDBZ. We the buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station. Lincoln, we're with you till 1 o'clock this afternoon. It's Thursday. And uh, I hear Chris Tucker turned it out last night. You went? Yeah, it was a good show. Good show? Even his opener was really good. Mm-hmm. By the way, shout out to the, whoever that was who saw me going to our seat. I didn't have time to stop because the show was getting ready to start. But whenever you see me out and you say hi to me, please tell me your name because I like to know y'all's name. <laughs> well, I didn't did, know who was talking to Did me. you have Roscoe? No, I didn't take Roscoe. Oh, my God. He had he be at work. Okay, that okay. man was asleep last night. He works third shift. He sleeps during the day. Okay. We want Roscoe. We want to see Roscoe. <laughs> We have completely different schedules. Okay. All right. No Roscoe. All right, but Chris Tucker was great, and everybody had a good time and laughed, and he got pretty good jokes. See? Yeah. Okay. I had never seen him do stand-up before, yeah. so it was a nice change of pace. Okay. All right. And, of course, it was at the air enough, so you could hear what he was saying. Yeah. <laughs> the sound was great. Okay. It was. Yes. But I tell you what, them seats we had, we was literally in the nosebleeds. See. We was all That's why up. when the station, you know, gives us stuff, you know. I, you know, if you win, if you get free tickets, you pretty much go with the flow. Yeah. And you have to get what you get and don't pitch a fit. Yeah, but, pretty much. You know, that's why I normally, if I really want to go to the show, I have to go through other channels because nowadays they give the radio station, you know, not the best seats ever, but um, still they're free. And if you win tickets, you don't have to pay for them. They're free. So you pretty much get in free and wherever you sit, it shouldn't matter. And the the words of the great Lincoln Ware, if it's free, it's for me. If it's free, it's for me. That's right. So there you go. All right. Uh, Florida teenagers, and see, this is this way. They had a hit list, and they planned on executing some of their classmates. They had a hit list, 14 and 15-year-olds. And I looked at the school, very nice school. Looked like it's in a ritzy neighborhood, and... Deputies were alerted to text messages that mentioned two lists targeting multiple students at Creeks High High School, according to the St. John's County Sheriff's Office. The suspects had one hit list 
of students they wanted to physically harm and another lethal hit list with students they wanted to kill. So some of them, they were just going to shoot them, not hurt them. Others, they were going to kill them. That sounds like they were serious. I mean, if they had two lists, these kids were serious. Yeah. So um, they they had plans plans to use an AK forty seven. Man, I tell you, it is something. Now you look at uh, Israel; you're not allowed to have. You're only allowed to carry a forty uh, what a, a handgun in Israel, and they said the permits are very very hard to get in Israel. Only people can have assault weapons are the military. So these people in Israel, they had no way to defend themselves when Hamas came in there wreaking havoc. They they couldn't defend themselves because it's almost like a ban on weapons in Israel. It's hard to get a permit to carry a handgun and no one can carry assault weapons unless you're in the military. So, man. Deion Sanders is mad because uh, the Pac-12 has late games, 8 o'clock games. He said, who plays at 8 o'clock on a Saturday night? What am I, how, how can I keep these kids busy all day? What can I do with these kids all day? And he said, at 8 o'clock out here, he said, who's going to stay up on the East Coast to watch these late games? Of course, the one game they had got the highest ratings ever for a college football game, and um, that's when they played Colorado State, I think. Had the highest ratings ever. But still, he says, I'm glad we're going to the Pac-12. I mean, he's going to the um, Big 12. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah, they're leaving the Pac-12 after this season. But he's tired of those um, 8 o'clock games. Egypt warned Israel. Egypt warned Israel that, um, hey, there's going to be an attack. But they didn't pay much. It somehow didn't get to the right people. And so now they're going back and see who did they tell? Did they tell a high enough person to actually do something? And that's what they're investigating now. But Egypt warned Israel of what was going to happen. Speaking of tickets, did you go to to the comedy show yesterday? I sent my sister. You didn't go? Okay. Do you have my OJ tickets? You got them. Okay. See that? Are they are they decent seats? Beggars can't be chosen. Uh, beggars yeah. can be chosen. No, they can't. <laughs> now I'm gonna have to go back and do some more work. Some yeah, I want some better seats. Okay. So you're gonna do some more work. Okay. She's gonna do some work. That's why I love you, Angel. You're the best. You're the best. She's gonna do some more work. <laughs> A man accused of murder over there in northern Kentucky. 
And I get this. He's no longer facing charges after, wink, wink, two witnesses were killed. And they had to drop the charges because those two witnesses were going to testify against him. And I'm sure they can't link the two witnesses being murdered to him. You know, nobody saw anything. Nobody knows anything. But, uh, yeah, he killed a guy up in City Heights. I guess if you don't know what City Heights is over in Covington, it's sort of like uh, uh, Winton Terrace, you know, Winton Terrace, low-key Winton Terrace, so to speak. It's not as big as Winton Terrace, but it's sort of like Winton Terrace, the Winton Terrace of Covington, City Heights. But this guy no longer faces charges. His name is Lamont Shields. And they say, why? He no longer faces charges. Two witnesses expected to testify in this trial was set for later this month were killed in separate shootings. And that sounds like some mafia stuff. Jeez. Damn. Uh, prison officials locked a man with a serious mental illness in cells without running water for nearly two months at the Southern Ohio Correctional Facility in Lucasville. James Harris Jr. told guards that he swallowed 50 batteries and they did medical scans on him and discovered he had about two dozen batteries. And he spent 12 days on constant watch in the prison infirmary in a cell without running water. He was moved into another dry cell for 43 more days. And um, this is not how we should be operating this. I mean, this guy, didn't, he didn't even have a mattress in his cell. Yeah. Says, uh, not only he was placed in a dry cell, but it did not have furniture and it did not have a mattress, which is totally unacceptable. Dry cells lack toilets or sinks or water is turned off. And they're typically used up to only seven days to observe someone passing contraband, such as a balloon packed with drugs that they've swallowed. That's what they use the dry cells for. But they went overboard with this guy. He slept on a concrete floor of a 28-square-foot cell wearing a gown Employers took away his blanket for six days. He also went a month without a shower. Incarcerated people are supposed to be offered showers five times a week. This guy went a month without a shower. They provided a portable toilet in his cell at his request. Somebody's in trouble. People have already resigned and been suspended and all kind of stuff on that one. They treat people in this guy had a mental illness man unbelievable now they're trying to blame the fc stadium on pg Sittenfeld. they just won't leave this man alone i tell you and um This, and his lawyers are saying, well, if they say he has something to do with that, why didn't they bring this out in the trial? Why? Because they knew 
there would be some other questions that they couldn't answer and they didn't have any case. They only bring it up now because they can't be, uh, what do they call it, cross-examined. Yes. Unbelievable. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. A couple other things. They, they did sell a winning ticket. Somebody is now seven, I mean, $1.75 billion richer today in California. Of course, the cash value is only up to $774.1 million. That's the cash value. And the largest, the second largest Powerball in history. And someone in California got the winning ticket. How about that? A single ticket sold in California matched all six numbers. Yes. So it'll go down to a measly, what, $5 million now? And people will say, I'm not going to play. I don't need $5 million. <laughs> you know, that's, <laughs> that's what happens. They don't play till it gets close to a billion. And then they say, okay, I can, I can use a billion. I'll play again. That's crazy. A man was attacked by three pit bulls while delivering food to a friend. Three pit bulls. He ended up stabbing the pit bulls with the knife, but uh, he had 30 bite wounds and lacerations on one leg, arm, chest, and his face. Oh, pit bulls don't play. And I guess it's all in how you raise them. It's all in how you raise them. You raise them to attack people, that's what they're going to do. If you raise them to fight, they're going to bite. They had a big um, protest yesterday morning, 10 o'clock, over at the Board of Elections. Black community leaders across Cincinnati urging people to vote no against the railroad. Yeah, I like what Damon Lynch said. He said they thought they were going to slide this in. They just wanted us to shut up and vote. He said, we're going to do one of those two things. We're going to vote, but we're not going to shut up. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> those preachers always come up with some good stuff, don't they? They come up with great stuff. Preachers <laughs> have some great one-liners. I think preachers should be on the should be you know on the comedy uh, scene. They should go out and go on the road with comedy. Preachers come up with some great one-liners. Yeah, vote and shut up. We're gonna vote, but we're not gonna shut up. Yes, local Palestinian leaders are urging people to learn the history of the war in Gaza. There's a, there's a long history there, a very complicated history. Right now in Gaza, they don't have any electricity. They don't have any water. Uh, it's it's going to get tough there. It's going to get tough. No water, no electricity. People can't get in touch with them uh, on the Internet. It's just, uh, man, everything is down. And it looks like. It looks like they're ready to move in and Israel's ready to move in with tanks and just occupy Gaza. And it's just sad 
You see, I'm sure the majority of the people never would have been in favor of attacking Israel like Hamas did. The majority of people who live there never would have been. Do you think they want their city torn down, bombed, empty buildings, buildings collapsing, no running water, no no electricity, no food, nothing? Did they you think they would sanction that? No. It's these terrorists that are working for Iran and other countries that are coming in, making it tough for the people who live there. All right, we'll take a break and then we'll come back and we'll talk to you. 513-749-1230. That's my number. If you want to jump on board, it's the Lincoln Ware Show. 1230, the buzz. 1230, WDBZ, the buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station. It's Lincoln Ware on a... Uh, Thursday, yes, Thursday. Bengals in town. Uh, Seattle comes in. And Joe Burrow says he's feeling great. He's wearing uh, his Air Jordans. Yeah, <laughs> wearing Air Jordans. He didn't want to talk about it when they asked about it. And um, they say he didn't have much to say about his new cleats he appeared to be wearing during the game and practice. Black tape over the Air Jordan logo. They asked him if there was a reason for the change to the new Jordan 1 cleats. Burrow replied, I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Okay. So he had tape over the Air Jordan, but he was wearing the shoes. I don't know. What's up? What's up with that? Have you seen King Griffey Jr.? He's got a couple of commercials he's got going. Yeah, Ken Griffey Jr. and his wife, Melissa. He's in the Geico ad where the umpire is throwing him out. And then he's in another, I think he's in a a gambling commercial that airs on the baseball, during the baseball games, I think. Yeah, booking.com. Yeah. So, uh. Ken Griffey Jr. getting some juice on the national scene. The older he gets, the more he looks like senior. I mean, the older he gets, he looks like senior. I'm telling you. All right. Let's move along. 749-1230-513 is the area code. Let's, oh, yeah, this is what I meant to do, some housekeeping here. And just to give you an update in case people of the rules for calling in, you know, like I say, every other day, that's the first rule. You can't call every day, but you can call every other day. Now, if I have a guest, if I have a guest and you call in, let's say if I have a guest Monday and you call in and talk to the guest Monday, you can call back Tuesday. You can call back Tuesday. I won't count that against you if you call in and talk to the guest. But you can't call back After you talk to the guest on Monday, you can't call back later on Monday and talk. You can't call in twice a day. So 
If you talk to the guest, you're done for that day, but you can call in the next day. Is that so complicated? I don't think it is. So, yeah, I just had to give an update of the rules. If you call in, talk to a guest, you can call back the following day, but not the same day. All right. Let's go downtown to the Crime Stopper headquarters. Here's a lady. She calls in every day. She gets an everyday pass. And we're talking about Lisa Baker. How you doing today? Good morning, Lincoln. I was looking for my disclaimer like, wait a minute, hold on. <laughs> you going to put me on an every other day timeout? <laughs> no, no. You're good to go. I'm good to go. Speaking of being good to go, Lincoln, so I had dinner with one of your Crime Stopper favorites, the Olivia Greer. Olivia lost and turned out. No, that's the song, not her. Okay. <laughs> Wait a minute now. <laughs> I don't know about that life. No. But we had our Crime Stoppers volunteer breakfast yesterday, and so her and, and her sweetie pie came to the volunteer breakfast. So I'm thinking, Olivia, in this retired life, you got extra time. You're going to be volunteering yeah. on the Crime Stoppers board. So we're working on her for that. Uh, but it was good seeing her. Of course, we talked about you. And I'm going to see her again because as we're talking about celebrations and retirements, our good friend, Lieutenant Donna Robinson, is retiring from what? the police department. Do you know her? Yes. Classmate? Yes, I know her. I know yes. Donna. Yes. Yes. So today's her 60th birthday. I know you don't do birthday shout-outs, but if you did, you definitely Happy can. birthday to Donna Robinson. Happy birthday, Donna Robinson. Happy retirement after 33 years. My loving classmate can't wait to celebrate her tonight. Lincoln, I'm thinking I'm going to be the last man standing. It's going to be Chief Fiji. It's going to be Captain Saunders and then Specialist Baker. Jeez, unbelievable. <laughs> That's <it> from my <laughs> class. <laughs> the last one's left. Unbelievable. The last one's left. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. All right. And, and then Lincoln Ware. <laughs> and don't forget Lincoln Ware. <laughs> oh, yeah. Our honorable. Oh, yes. Our honorable Definitely. officer. We're looking for two people today. The first one is Amanda Jones. She's wanted for felony probation violation. She's a white female, 38 years old, five foot six, 170 pounds, has a history of burglary, robbery, and drug charges, last known to live in the 3200 block of Colerain Avenue in Camp Washington. That's Amanda Jones. She has a neck tattoo as well. We're also looking for Danisha mm, Lucky. Danisha Lucky, District 3 detectives are looking for Danisha Lucky. She's wanted for burglary. Danisha Lucky is a black female. She's 36 years old, 5'7", 175 pounds, has a history of theft and criminal damaging, last known to live in the 2500 block of Warsaw in Price Hill. So if any of the listeners know where detectives can find Amanda Jones or Danisha Lucky, give Crime Stoppers a call, 513 513- Three five two thirty forty. All right, three five two thirty forty. Night or day, cash money for your clues, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Yes, sir. All right, let's take a break, and then we'll come back. Twelve thirty. The buzz. Oh, does it get any better than the whispers? Olivia. 
lost and turned out. Twelve thirty, WDBZ, the buzz of Cincinnati. Uh, one of my all-time favorites from the Whispers. I got to play that Sunday. Sunday Soul Classics. I tell you, that's a big classic right there. Olivia. Yes. All right. 749-1230-513 is the area code. Speaking of birthdays, I got to say happy birthday to my Aunt Betty Harris celebrating her birthday. I think she's 79 today. My aunt is 79 and uh, celebrating her birthday. Uh, of course, you know, she's got one of those old-fashioned names, Betty. Betty Jean. When you see her, say, hey, Betty Jean. We call her Bed Jean. Not Betty Jean, but Bed Jean. <laughs> if you know her, call her up and wish her happy birthday. Yeah. Betty Harris from Jarrell Baptist Church. Yes. All right. 749-1230-513 is the area code. Let's go to the White Lion. Yes, sir. How you doing? How you doing today? I'm doing I'm all right. I'm doing pretty good. Hey, uh, I just want to say right off the rip, you know, yesterday I was listening and Farrell came on and he hit the nail right on the head. Uh, I heard you talking earlier today about, you know, the Palestinians want us to do our history on, you know, the whole conflict over there. Yes. Well, I have been over the last couple of days because I don't want to sit here and act like I know anything really much about it. You know, I'm, I've always been told in this country, you know, oh, war for Israel, you know, the Jews, you know, and, and it is what it is. But at the end of the day, they've both been treating each other terrible over there. They both have been doing terrible things. Um, Hamas using kids as human shields. Uh, Hamas. Uh, attacking Jewish people, Jewish people bombing them. Uh, at the, I mean, when are we going to realize that how they're acting over there is reckless, it's irresponsible? They're dragging us into a World War III. Uh, it, it's getting out of control. I can't believe I still live in a world where, I mean, this, they're acting like this is 3,000 BC, and we're out here, and I, I mean, I, you know, I thought about it last night, Lincoln. I, I don't have any problem with some somebody from China. I don't have any problem with someone over in Iran. I think it's weird that people care what religion, like, I care what religion you believe in. And, and I'm also surprised at, like, all the violence that's, that comes with religion. Like, what's up with that, man? Well, I, I don't, I know. You know, religion will probably be the end of mankind as we know it. A war fought over religion. And, and it's been like that forever. And we still sit here and we allow this stuff to happen. We allow these leaders to lead us, like a few select few, leading us into World War Three. I mean, I got kids, man. Like, you, you gonna, I, I ain't got no beef with these people. Like, who is trying to invade Russia? Who is trying to take over China? Who wants to tell our... They need to get it straightened out. They both are... They both should be held accountable. They need to either split up that land... Quit crying over this. I don't feel like I should be involved in this. Um, what else was I going to say? I don't know, man. And, oh, and I mean, every day, man, I feel like I spend so much time being angry or mad. We are all over here arguing with ourselves and over the dumbest things. Skin color, yeah. religion, what sex you are, man, I got bills to pay. 
I don't understand. One day, I just hope we can all come. I mean, just think if we came together. Well, man. yeah. Can you imagine just, how great the world would be if everybody got it, along? Yeah, everybody <laughs> treated everybody yeah. right. Everybody did the right thing. We finally got a government that really did stuff for us instead of sitting up there acting like there's some Hollywood actors getting likes on Instagram. It's getting out of control, man. It is the way it is. I have no beef with nobody. And I'm tired of people telling me I should have beef with somebody. All right, know, all right, White Line. He says he doesn't have beef with anybody, but it wouldn't it be a great world? Can you imagine where we would be as a world if everybody got along? Lincoln, there is no profit in peace. There is more <laughs> coin. There is more yeah. coin in conflict. You can't make no money when everybody getting along. Yeah. yeah, I think you could. I really think you could. I say that facetiously. This is the way that the, <laughs> the Fortune 500 companies and the and the powers that be feel and think. I yeah. can I can make more money off of conflict than yeah. I ever could off of a peaceful society because with conflict comes, you know, wars and you know how much money you know how much how much is the war industry and the weapon industry is worth. That is money in the bank every single time. If I can just create this conflict over here in this part of the world, I can I can probably create generational wealth for at least 10 the next 10 generations of my family off of this off of this one conflict alone is way more coin and conflict than it ever would be in a peaceful society well it's a lot of money in war i will say that you're right building planes boats you know making weapons and bullets and that's a lot of yeah it's a whole lot of money a lot of money the Military-industrial complex is where it all happens. All right. 749-1230-513 is the area code. Let's go to, uh, who am I, who is that on one? Somebody's on one, but I don't know who it is. All right. A uh, couple other things. Yes. Okay. Let's go to uh, my good friend, Ozzy. Ozzy, what's on your mind? Hey, Link, you know, I was just listening to the last caller. And it is the poor people who are dying. It is the war of the nutrition of those that have the most that aren't satisfied with what they got. And, and I they can't want more. take a person. They need more. And, of course, as a white man, yeah, you, you, don't, want, you don't want to see any more conflict. But when my people are dying earlier than yours, when our people are getting less educated than yours, when my people have less opportunity than theirs, I'm surprised we're not at war here. Well, yeah. Well, because it looks like we are at they, war. They, they're calling for a civil war, so it may not be far off. We might be just like they are over there. And the people that got are the ones that are wanting to go to war with us that don't have. And they're going to send those that don't have, that look like them, to fight us that don't have. So, Mr. White Man, you want peace and harmony, equality. And we can all then stand up for equality for poor people all around the world. But instead of fighting the war over there, help us to win this war that we have here against you. As Muhammad Ali says, my war ain't against the people over in Vietnam. Yeah, he said my they didn't do anything. Right here with you. Right. He I said, fight somebody, they didn't do, they have not done you. anything to him. He said those people over there didn't do anything to him. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. He was, he was right on point with that. So you want peace? 
start here at home and give my people the same opportunities that you were born with, that's been your God-given right, whereas your people have taken away the same rights that God has given to all people, yes, except for to the poor people. You said you come from that area where they got the best, what's that, Madeira or somewhere, where you got the best education. Look and see which one of those places in the black communities that, get, that gets the best education. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. want to do something to bring forth peace? Then you being the one that has it all and got it all, simply because of your color of your skin, has the most power to make sure that those that aren't like you have equality. Yeah. Otherwise, we got to continue to fight for it. And we're tired of fighting, but you make us go to war every day just to live a life that has the length of life that you have. And that's a fight we cannot win if we're trying to fight to live longer against you. All right, Ozzy. Stop being our enemy. Be the peacemaker here at home. Then we can join you to be the peacemakers around the world. Thanks for your Thank call, you. Ozzy. All right. That's Ozzy. And, you know, sometimes I, 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 I kind of wish that the United States, we were isolationists. Sometimes I think that. Our hands are too dirty, though. We be in everybody's business. I know. And then <laughs> when stuff and go down other places, we have to hold up our end of the bargain. I look at the money that we could have here on in the United States, all the money we could save and try to make this place, like, top notch and then maybe you could venture out but make this place the place to be first spend all the money that you're spending in our uh, ukraine and in israel and all over the place uh, arming other countries look at the money that could be spent right here to make our streets better uh we could have all kind of we could just have housing for everybody we could do all kinds. There, there would be no. If we took all the money that we give to other countries, we could house all the homeless in the United States. We could buy them a house. That sounds like a, a easy fix. But uh, like I said before, our hands are too dirty. We, we in everybody else's business trying to regulate stuff. And on top of that, we ain't got no money. Like <laughs> We are deep in trillions of dollars know, of debt. I we know. owe everybody and their mama. Yeah. So when they call and come knocking for our help, we don't have a choice but to show up because we owe them. So I don't know. We'll see. I I don't know what we owe Ukraine. I don't think we owe them anything. We don't owe them anything. But we made promises. And yeah. when you don't keep your promise, you become a yeah. target. But uh, yeah, we could have how we could be every person out there homeless on the streets in America. We could uh, expand these rural areas out in the, you know, the Midwest and the West. All that land out there, build up an infrastructure, power plants, roads, and build houses for the homeless in those places. We could do it. We spend enough money elsewhere to do that. We do. All right. 749-1235-13 is the area code. We're going to take a break, and then we'll come back. That's my number if you want to jump on board. The Lincoln Ware Show, 1230, The Buzz. Oh, I'm on 
return of Lincoln. The Mac attack. <laughs> return of the Mac. Return of the old school player from the Himalayas. Yes. The men's threat. The ladies' pet. The return of the Mac. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. I know you just, that just. It's like fingernails on a chalkboard to you, Raven. I know. Oh, no, I just, I, I just be letting you have your moment. You be reminiscing on your, on your heyday, and I'll let you have your moment. All right, let's move along. Seven four nine twelve thirty five one three is the area code. All right. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, that song. I'm gonna just stand up and dance when I hear that song. That's one of my. Get out of me taking Sharon out on the dance floor to dance off the Mac. Maybe the second time around. Uh, there's a few songs that'll get me up to dance. Not a whole lot, but a few that I'll get up there and shake it up and shake it down. Yes. According to Maya, I can't go down. I don't go down low enough. <laughs> <laughs> she's in a little dance class and I got the video of her dancing and she went down real low and I tried to do she said that's not low enough <laughs> Maya said your knees ain't what <laughs> they used to be Tamiko's out of town and her father he he works early so he can't take her to school so we've been keeping her all week and I tell you man I couldn't be a I don't know if I could be a father anymore <laughs> jeez oh man I tell you unbelievable you know, the kindergartners have homework. Yeah. What, what? <laughs> Reading assignments. and mm-hmm. that. What the? Jeez. Christ. That's good, though. That's I'm not like, a bad thing. I'm like, this is too much. It's that new math that's tripping people up these days. <laughs> well, we haven't gotten to that yet. I hope Tamiko's back by the <laughs> I hope she's back by then. Unbelievable. But, uh. Yeah, it's, uh, boy, I'm like, boy, did I go through this back when uh, Tia and Maya, I mean, when Tia and Tamiko were this little? Jeez. But um, it's been great having her for the past few days, and um, it makes me feel young again. Yes. All right, let's move along. 749-1230. 513 is the area code. Eliyah, what's Thank going you. on? Good morning to you. How you doing? I'm doing great, Eliyah. And uh, Raven, uh, I tell you, uh, I am so inspired. Ozzy just, Ozzy melted my heart in the sense of being able to hear a spirit that's telling the truth. Because a spirit that's telling the truth, it'll resonate with you. And I felt that. And uh, so the Lincoln, uh, I noticed the... uh, Listeners on Facebook, you know, they have things that say, like, false prophet to me and my direction. And, uh, and I think that's good because for them to go to that extent, based on what I'm trying to share, uh, we'll find out who the false prophet is, and we'll also find out what your thoughts and what your conscience, who is working for it, because Lincoln. In terms of what happened over there in uh, Israel with Hamas and all, Hamas is just at the present time an insane victim that's trying to respond with an opportunity to try to even the playing field. Yeah, 
Now, do you <laughs> think you think the Jewish people uh, could have uh, made concessions and sort of, uh, you know, work this thing out with the Palestinians and Hamas and all those other characters over there? It, was it any possible way for that to happen? I don't. I've got a. I'm going to have a a, a Jewish. Uh, a member of the Jewish community come on the show uh, about one fi- uh, about not one fifteen but around twelve fifteen today uh, mm-hmm. to explain a lot of this stuff that's going on from the Jewish perspective. Now I don't know any Palestinians. If anybody know one I can talk to, I'll talk to them also. Yeah, I respect that, but uh, let me uh, keep it in context of how I would like to see that go down. Like I said, when the war went down, and this country made the uh, bold words that we'll do anything we can to help Israel, then I want them to, in a moment of reality, to know that Israel proper is right here in this nation under a name. Our ancestors were beaten the hell out and in to change their name, to change any attachments to who we are. But we're the real people, so be sure and have me there because I'm the true Jew or standing more correctly. Well, you need, to, you need to get a plane and go over there and tell them you're the true Jew Lincoln, Lincoln, and you watch how they treat do, you. Watch how they treat you. Yeah, I know exactly how they would treat me because uh, the system of white supremacy is what they're flying under over there and all over the earth. You have to understand what Yah made known about the beast of, the, of Daniel the prophet. And the beast that he couldn't even write about to its completion is what I'm knowing today is the system of white supremacy. And uh, as you said earlier, and now Raven alluded to it, if we only had justice in the world, well, justice is when you don't have racism in it. Because racism says, I'm going to have to survive uh, because of you people that are non-white. And so that means you're going to have hell all the days of a racist being anywhere in power on the earth. Our job is to reconnect with who we are, and it's spelled out. It's not a big uh, uh, problem situation. And get busy on coming together to determine exactly who we are and you'll see racism begin to dissipate and melt away. I swear by the, the heavens and the earth that what I'm telling you is the truth. Well, uh, all I can say is you say you are the original Jew, and that land is yours over there, and what are you going to do no about, it? about it? All no right. doubt about it. No doubt about it, and we were sent into captivity because we played Yah off like his laws and commandments don't mean what they mean. And uh, at a very hefty price, we found out we got to turn it around, get ourselves in order, and he'll become our present and ever-present help. No. Hallelujah, well, Lincoln. You'll never, get, you'll never get that land back. You do know that, don't you? Man, man, you can't make Yahweh a liar. Yahweh said we going back to the land. <laughs> okay. Keep I your fingers Yahweh crossed. Before I believe the hype. Keep your fingers crossed on that one. No, I'm going to keep my mind, uh, as the brother says, on Jerusalem and mainly on Yah's word to yeah. keep his laws and commandments. And that's how I'm helping to eradicate 
that system of white supremacy all over the earth. And on a that global, note, hallelujah. I got to go. Thanks for your call. Okay, Richard, thank you. All right. <laughs> he actually believes what he's saying, and that's the sad part about it. He actually believes the words that are coming out of his mouth. He believes it. He believes that Yah is going to come back and take him back over there and get that land back for him. And he's waiting. He'll be waiting a long time. That's all I got to say. All right, let's take a break and then we'll come back. 749-1230-513 is the area code. The Lincoln Ware Show, 1230, The Buzz. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Oh, I meant to tell you to play. Twelve thirty, WDBZ, the Buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station, the Lincoln Ware Show, and uh, Channel Five did an interview with a Palestinian yesterday, um, Leah Nabi, and she says there's no way of knowing which of her friends and family are still breathing. Yeah, she says the electricity has been turned off. There's no internet. She said every uh, every Tuesday I take an, aerob- uh, uh, an Arabic class with a teacher in Gaza every Tuesday. And today I went online to see if I could somehow maybe pick up the phone and get an answer. She says no answer. Yeah. She says uh, my biggest thing, of course, my job as a Palestinian American is to educate these people and to have them understand where exactly we are coming from. 
and why we may be reacting this way. Yeah, see, there's a reason. Yeah, there's a reason why they're acting this way. And I'm going to ask my guests, why are they reacting to you guys? What did you do to them? And I guess it's when they came in and got the land and pretty much pushed them out. From what I've been gathering, because I've been doing my research on this, from what I've been gathering, it, when Israel was declared a state or whatever, they con- they end up controlling that territory. And then they really, like, started pushing Palestinians yeah. out of that territory. Yeah. And now they have shut off all power to Gaza, which was heavily, you know, lived in by mm-hmm. other Palestinians and now, you know, you it's, it's like you're pushing me into a, a rock and a hard place. So now I don't have a choice but to respond to you violently because you are making life here unbearable for me. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to try to bring you both sides on the Lincoln Ware show. We try to be fair. So I got to find me a Palestinian. Yes. Uh. Boy, it looks like the vote no on issue 22, people. And it's they're piling up, piling on against them. I'm sure when they have their next board meeting, the railroad board, it's going to be a long meeting. And they're going to have to ask themselves, where did we go wrong? If this thing goes down to the feet. I got a feeling a lot of people may publicly say they're against it, but really might vote for it to pass. I saw some lady they interviewed going into the Board of Elections, black lady. She says, we really do need our roads fixed, so I'm going to vote yes. <laughs> you know, So I don't know. I don't know. Will these uh, TV advertisements and radio ads that they're running here, will they work? They might. The other side can't afford to buy slick TV ads. So, hey, money talks. It might be enough money for them to pull this thing off. Regardless of what the black community says. Will the black community get out and vote? Will the people who are registered in the black community? You know, we have a hard time getting them to vote when it's not a presidential election. And even then, it's a big effort. But on the other hand, there's a lot of white folks that don't agree with this either. So I want to know what their reasoning is, because because I get why we might not be on that side yeah. of the issue. But I want to know what their particular reason is. I, I, I think it's probably the asset part of it. They don't want to sell something that the city owns. Is what I'm thinking. They're not thinking of the, you know, b- help build a black communities up and all. That's They're what I'm not, saying. Yeah, like, they thinking, don't care yeah. nothing about that we wasn't included yeah. in the no. decision making and all of that other stuff. I want to know what their actual motive is for being against this issue. Yeah, I, I, I got to. <laughs> I got to maybe go out there the next time I'm out somewhere. I will um, ask some white folks if they're for it or against it and uh, see what they say. Some of my white friends. Yeah. <laughs> the same ones you had over for dinner. <laughs> Some of my white friends. 
I want my well, of course, I don't live in the city, so I can't ask my neighbors. But if the sign, did I tell you the sign wars have yes. already started? I've got vote yes on issue one. They've got vote no on issue one. I got to get me an issue two sign, a vote yes on issue two. I'm not sure how they feel about marijuana. But we'll see. And I can't wait till I run into Mark Mallory. I can't wait to see, but like I say, I can't find him with the search warrant. I don't know. Where does he go? What does Mark Mallory do? Where does he go? Does he ever? I know he used to go to this little coffee shop right there on Central Parkway. And I do know he used to, I think the, is, is the freshest big boy still open on Central Parkway? I believe so. Okay. He, I know he goes there. He likes the uh, big boy and vegetable soup. I know he goes there. But uh, I got to find out where he hangs out and just walk up on him one day. What the hell's going on with this railroad board? But my understanding is that they paid this agency probably a million dollars or so to handle all the outreach and the advertising. And he's saying like, hey, that's not my job. We paid somebody to do this stuff. But, I, you know, I, I almost feel like maybe you could have been obligated to at least fill in, you know, black community. At least your brother is the president of the NAACP. At least go and talk to him and tell him what's going on. Riches is closed. That's what, uh, yeah, I thought, <laughs> that's why I asked. I ride past all the time. I guess I just assumed yeah. that it was still open. That's why I asked the question because I thought, I said, are they still open? They're closed. And they're closed. That place has been there forever. I can't believe I they closed. I have been eating at that Frisch's since I was a small child. We would go every Man. Sunday after church to go to Frisch's. I can't believe it. Well, I couldn't believe when they closed the Reading Road Frisch's, and that's been like decades ago. But there was a Frisch's right there at Reading Road near Martin Luther King. And my school was not far from there. And uh, at the end of the year, the teacher would uh, get us big boys from there. From Frisch's right there on Reading Road. They must not cost nothing but a nickel. Uh, I don't know how much they cost back then. I can't even think. I know. I remember when White Castles only cost 14 cents. <laughs> That's a 14 strange number. Cents. I know it. White Castle was 14 cents. Unbelievable. All right, let's go back to the phones. Was Archie first or Sam? Sam. Sam. All right. Sam, how are you? I'm all right. How are you, Lincoln? I'm hanging in there. What's up? Yeah, That's interesting. My uh, second grade teacher would take all her classes at the end of the year to, to McDonald's. I went to Parham when we would oh, okay. walk up to McDonald's. <laughs> okay. And she would. Buys big nights. But anyway, um, in terms of the, the Israeli-Palestinian issue, I mean, it begins with a guy named Theodore Herzl. And he and a group, this was in the, the late 1800s going into the 1900s, wanted to create a state of Israel because he saw persecution of Jews in various countries. And this group said that they needed a, a homeland of their own. And so... They said Israel was it because that's where they claimed their lineage is from. 
But the problem was none of the other Jews in other countries wanted to go to Israel. Oh, okay. They didn't want to go. Yeah. But as, you know, things progressed and World War II happened, that that gave the big push to move to a, a homeland of their own because now they they were being persecuted heavily by the Germans and, uh, you know, they with the Holocaust and all that. That then, you know, sort of uh, flipped the switch for everybody to agree we need our own homeland and Israel is the place. And, of course, the British who colonized Palestine in that area gave it over to the uh, those folks who wanted the Jewish homeland. Yeah, yeah. And from there, they they gave it to them. They gave them weapons. They gave them military training. And from then on, little by little, Israelis or Jewish folks, they, we call them Zionists, began to take over and, as you said, push out uh, the uh, Palestinians. But more recently, for the last 16 years, they have been in what has been described as an open-air prison. They've been blockaded by the, uh, you know, Jewish community, uh, and they have to basically have permission to go in and out of their own country, you know, anything that comes in is let in by the Jewish uh, folks there. So they've lived in as like an open-air prison for the last 16 years. And that's, you know, another emphasis. And there's just been a lot of things that happened. They talk about the tragedies now that, that are tragedies that uh, the Palestinians have committed in terms of, you know, killing all these uh, innocent yeah. Uh, oh, Israeli yeah. folks. Cutting, cutting their the heads same, off and all kind yeah. of stuff, you know. But the same thing happened, I believe, in, I want to say, 1920. The Jewish community did the same thing to the Arabs. And there's a report uh, that was printed by the, the uh, British government, and it, it, it describes what they were doing. They were uh, raping women. They were taking off their clothes and marching them in the streets and shooting children and adults. And this this is not my history. This is just the yeah. history. Yeah. So that has happened before. It's on the other side, but no one seems to, to uh, are advocating for the Palestinian people. Yeah, even yeah. Even though they had their land stolen, and that's what it was. And the big thing I'm disappointed with is Joe Biden. I've never heard him ever be passionate about the atrocities that happened to black people yeah. in this country in the last <laughs> 10 years. Yeah, yeah. But he was so passionate about Israel. But I've never heard him talk like that about white supremacy and the stuff that we go through as black people. You know, so that's sort of the, the, a short history of what's going on and why they're in the conflict that they're in. So, you know, they paint the picture that, you know, this is Jewish people and, and I don't have anything against Jewish people uh, or Israelis. You know, this is their land and they're just protecting it and this and that. You know, now they're doing the same thing. Yeah. They're going to launch a ground war. Oh, yeah. And they're going to be shooting. Oh. They're going to be shooting civilians. Anybody. Right, because they're not going to be able to tell who is uh, 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 Hamas or who just innocent people. They, Yeah, you're right. It's going to be some right. innocent people 
when they make this ground, when they start this ground attack, which uh, uh, I guess they're uh, started already. I don't know. Right. And and it's happening already. And if you you consider they're already blocked in by Israel and neighboring countries like Egypt who won't allow them to come into Egypt, it's like a, a shooting in the barrel. Yeah. You know, and, and the bombs that they're dropping are killing civilians. So they're doing the exact same thing that they call the Palestinians animals for. Yeah. All right. Hey, thank, so, thanks for your call. It. Appreciate thanks. it. All right. Uh, that was Sam. We need to take a break, and then we'll come back. My number is 513-749-1230. If you want to jump on board, you can do that. Lincoln, we're with you. want to talk about the uh, black community uh, every day. Uh, more forces from the black community are joining the No on 22 bandwagon. I saw Dwight Tillery at the uh, uh, press conference yesterday. He said, hell no. <laughs> yes, they interviewed Dwight. He said, hell no. Yeah, he had a nice little sky piece on, too. He had a nice hat on. <laughs> I miss Mr. Dwight. Yeah, yeah, you should have seen that hat he was wearing yesterday. Man, he was styling and profiling. Technically, he was the first person I ever produced for. Oh, yeah? Okay. All right. Let's uh, take a break, and then we'll come back. It's the Lincoln Ware Show, 1230, The Buzz. Twelve thirty WDBZ. We are the Buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station. Lincoln Ware till one o'clock this afternoon. We got a lot going on around the tri-state, the nation, and the world. And we're finding out that Egypt warned Israel before the attack. Before the attack. They warned them that something was going to happen within three days. Israel, Israel officials are, were notified by neighboring Egypt that an attack was possible three days before it happened. And Representative Michael McCall says um, he's a, he's a uh, Texan who's on the, he's the chairman of the House Foreign Affairs Committee, said Hamas the Hamas onslaught likely resulted from a failure of intelligence and that it was uncertain how both the United States and Israel was caught by surprise. We do know that Egypt had warned the Israelis three days prior that an event like this could happen. We know this. We know that this has been planned perhaps as long as a year ago. But Netanyahu, he denies having prior knowledge of the attack, calling these reports absolutely false. (laughs) Yeah, right. He probably got it. Oh, they're not doing anything. These, they're not going to do, they're not going to mess with us. That's just the type of attitude he projects. You know what I mean? Netanyahu's office has uh, released photos of babies murdered. The networks probably won't show you. 
The United States is casting a wide net in search of missing Americans. They've got some Americans they're holding captive. But yeah, he's releasing photos of babies murdered and burned by Hamas. Hey. All right, Archie, how are you? Pretty good, Link. Pretty good. Uh, three things. First thing about the Hamas thing, you must remember that Netanyahu is under charges by the Israel yes. government. Yes, he is. Yeah. So this is a way of staying, staying in power without him jumping on it. And, you know, they're changing the way their Supreme Court, they're changing the Supreme Court over there. But they, People were protesting, and they the last thing they were thinking about was a war. They were trying to get Netanyahu out of there. Exactly. That's why he let it go go through. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. To take the pressure he, off of him. He's doing the Trump thing. <laughs> yep. But you, you, you're my right. issue was my issue wasn't turned. If you notice on issue one, the response is different than last year's, just the opposite. No is yes and yes is no. Am I correct? Wait, say that again now? On issue one, the response is just the opposite that it was last no, time. No, no, no. Issue one, if you <clears throat> want to uh, uh, for a woman to be able to get an abortion in Ohio, you vote yes on issue one. Okay. If you want right. them to ban abortions, then it's no. Okay. All right, I got you. Yeah. One, one more thing. I've been driving around the city, and I noticed the, you're talking about infrastructure. The city's putting up a lot of bike, bike. Uh, yeah, yes, they are. I, I know it's down there by Vine, going up to Reading Road. It stops Reddit Redbud. Unbelievable. I mean, who is doing this? That's money being wasted. Where are the people going to park if they go visit somebody? I don't know, and <laughs> I just don't see that we have so many bike riders. What is something gonna? And we're going to have a, a bike explosion coming up and uh, everybody, just like pickleball, everybody will be riding bikes all of a sudden. Is that what's getting ready to happen? We're planning uh, for the future. But I don't see that many. I, I know some of these bike riders are irritating because they get in the car lanes and, you know, it's hard to get around them sometimes. They don't move over. So maybe bike lanes uh, are good. I don't know. I, <laughs> I just don't know. But you're right. They're taking parking spaces from some people. They're cutting down two lanes to one lane, and yeah. a lot of people are not happy about it. It's going to be some problems because you fear when the time comes to snow, uh, moving those bricks out of the way, uh, ambulance, it's going to be really, really hard on the, the people who live, the residents in the area that they're running them through, mm-hmm. my opinion. I think it, was, it wasn't thought through. I thought that this, this, this is where the city is really mismanaging money because they're not taking it through. They're putting it in places where it don't work. Well, work. apparently engineers uh, figured it out, and that's, you know, the community councils wanted it. They voted on it. Then it went to city city council from the community council, and uh, there you go. You mean you mean to tell me the people who live on Mitchell wanted it? Yeah, it goes through. That stuff goes through the community council before it goes to council. Yeah. And see, if you don't go to the community council meetings, then you you don't vote against it. You don't block it. And they, you know, black folks don't usually go to the community council meetings. And the white folks that are moving into the community, they go and they change everything. 
Well, I'm looking to see the end of this. Uh, it's going to be really hectic coming up this year. We'll see how council and the city them deal with it when the snow comes this year and we got to move them bricks out of the road to put the buses. It's going to be a mess. Well, My- you know, are we going to get snow this year? <laughs> you know, well, uh, we, we got very little last year. And I don't know if, you know, seems like as every year goes by, things get hotter and we have, uh, you know, record low amounts of snow. But this year on the Almanac, they, they have rated to be one of the worst winners we've had in really? years. Really? Yeah, check it out. Check it out. All right. Anyway, anyway I'm getting my snowblower ready. <laughs> you getting your what? Snowblower ready. Oh, snowblower. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'll have somebody. Look, I'm too old to shovel snow. You're right. The snowblower. I had a snowblower, but it broke on me now. I got to get I have to get me another one Uh, because I'm not shoveling anybody's snow. That's for sure. No way. Not even my own. But uh, we'll see. All right. Thanks for your call. All right. Yeah. That pressure shoveling snow is too hard on your heart when you get my age. Y'all old cats, you better... Be beware of out there shoveling snow. Better get you a snowblower or hire somebody to do it. Kids don't go around the neighborhood anymore knocking on doors trying to shovel snow. I just can't understand that. Because the these kids is making money off the Internet. They ain't got to go outside no more. Making money off the Internet how? These kids are getting sponsored by apps like TikTok and Instagram and stuff like that to make content. They they get on Twitch. Well, that's and, just a small stream. amount. That's not a no. It's not. There kids. are people who are making a living off of this stuff. It's very. It's a lucrative business to be making money off of endorsements and, and stuff like that off of the internet. These kids ain't got to go outside and shovel snow and cut grass and all that stuff. But they can just hop on the internet yeah. and make content. I just look down my street. I don't see any kid with a shovel walking up and down the street. They can make a kid with a snowblower. A smart kid would get his parents to invest in him and buy him a snowblower. If we were going to get a lot, I just don't think we're going to get a lot of snow. Every year is just a rare, you know, we might get the little ice, maybe uh, an inch or two. That's nothing. But, you know, when we get up to five, six, seven inches, then a kid with the snowblower could make a killing in my neighborhood. In most neighborhoods, nobody wants to get out and shovel their driveway, their walkway anymore. You could get, I'm telling you, you could get for an average size two-car driveway and a sidewalk. I know you could get $50 or more to shovel that, $50. And you could do, you and a partner could do at least seven or eight in one day. You could do it. The ones you don't get that day, get them the next day. But I don't know if if it's worth investing in a snowblower if we're not going to get but a dusting. And then the city goes crazy. Everybody runs to Kroger for the life of me. The weatherman said, we're going to have uh, two inches of of." Uh, snow and it's going to blow away it's going to be light powdery snow it's going to blow away you can't you can't even get in the kroger parking lot when they just say that i don't know why is this is it the automatic response that people get when the weatherman says snow why do people think they're going to be snowed in for weeks 
if we're going to get two inches of snow. I've never understood that. Why do people go to Kroger and stock up on food when there's just a tiny little forecast? I, I, I just don't understand that. All right, before we go to break, let's go to the Dukester, find out what's cooking on Free Side Thursday. What's cooking? <laughs> Hey, Tap in the morning, Lincoln, and good morning, Buzz listeners, and welcome to Freeside Thursday at the Dukester, of course. And just a reminder, I still have your discount ticket for the Black and White Cancer Gala happening November the 4th at the Duke Energy Convention Center from 6 until 12. If you need those tickets, you can hit me up at 513-761-2300. Now, folks, make sure you're listening to the Lincoln Ware Show tomorrow morning to hear our menu for this Sunday's All-You-Can-Eat Soul Food Buffet only at the Dukester. Now on our menu for today is our tender meatloaf with mashed potatoes and gravy, smothered cabbage and cornbread, or stop in for our grilled turkey ribs with candy yams and collard greens. Now I'm having those honey barbecue chicken wings with waffle fries and coleslaw. But my pick for today, Lincoln, is your catfish, grilled or deep fried just the way you like it with green beans and fried apples. Have a blessed day, everybody. I'll catch you later, Lincoln. Oh, boy. Catfish and some fried apples and green yes, beans. Sir. Oh, man. Don't forget the hot sauce, Lincoln. Oh, got to put that hot sauce on. But I love those fried apples. Oh, mm. man. They're the best. All right. Go to get them. All right. That's the Dukester right there in the Summit Plaza on Reading Road. Check him out. Catfish and some fried apples and green beans. I'm in. I'm in. I am in. All right, we're going to take a break, and then we'll come back. 513-749-1230. It's the Lincoln Ware Show. 1230, the buzz. Twelve thirty, WDBZ, the Buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station. Natalie Cole, right there, and uh, had a chance to meet her back in the day. Natalie Cole, she was pregnant. She came to the festival and um, performed. She was like seven months pregnant, I think. <laughs> she got on stage and performed. Yes, yes, Miss Natalie Cole. All right, want to tell you a little bit about the 513 relief bus rolling through Hamilton County. And, of course, you know what they're doing. They're providing services residents can really use. That's right, delivering no-cost resources that provide stability and connects people to the county services. And guess where they'll be tomorrow? The 513 relief bus will be at the Urban League of Greater Cincinnati. They'll be at the Urban League tomorrow from 2 until 5. Yeah, kind of switched up on the times there. They'll be there from 2 to 5 at the Urban League right there on Reading Road. So get on over there. Check out the 513 Relief Bus at the Urban League of Greater Cincinnati in Southwest Ohio. Speaking of the Urban League, Christy Coons will be on my show this coming Sunday morning. Cincinnati Issues. She'll be on there talking about the Urban League Gala. So check her out. Yes. 
All right. Let's move along. Let's go to let's go to Karen, Jay Wright, and Ray. Karen, how are you? Karen. Karen. Oh, God. I don't have time for this. Karen. Jay Wright, how you doing? Lincoln, wait one second. Let me get you off this uh, Bluetooth here, sir. Lincoln, appreciate you taking my call, man. Uh, What's going on? You, you, my man, a hundred grand and all. All right, Lincoln. Lincoln, where? Listen, man. Um, uh, you created you created Roscoe, right? What do you mean I created so, Roscoe? Because that became a name <laughs> that you you gave you gave to, to, to the. I think I did. I'm not sure. I think I may have. I'm not sure. Yeah. Okay, so then at one of your next event, man, I uh, tell Raven I want you to have a Roscoe lineup and let somebody guess who, who <laughs> well, Roscoe is. She never is. brings him around. You know, I don't think she wants uh, the, the the buzz listeners to know who Roscoe is. The funny thing yeah, about well, it is, people have seen him before. When I was out with him in public, they just respect me enough not to be putting my business <laughs> out there. Well, well, I want a lineup. I want a lineup at one of the events so people can guess who who uh, Roscoe is. You know, like they used to do that game show back in the days. Uh, anyway, Blake, man, um, it, it is beautiful, man, to see you getting your flowers while you're living. I, I think it's a beautiful thing, man, especially given you you're a mentor and all. Um, but you know, some of the concerns come with come with getting uh, getting your flowers while you're living is when they put your name on stuff. And let's just say, for example. You get pulled over for DUI and you high on gummies. <laughs> see, see, why are you even right? bringing stuff? How are you even bringing stuff like that into existence? That tells me about a person. You shouldn't even be thinking like that. So why even bring it up? Just okay. Let's move on to something else other than me. It, this this show is not about me. It's about what's going on in the world. Come on, move along, Jay. Right? Oh my all right, goodness. All right. All right. Well, 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 let's, Jesus let's move along. Christ. The lottery. The lottery is a scam, making and. I think why do we have to wait until you get in the billions to have a winner? I think the lottery should have a winner every every couple of years. I mean, every, I, every couple, couple years. Billion, why should there not be couple a couple years? If it was I a mean, couple, couple years. I, I, I said every couple every couple million. If you get a couple million, a winner. Pull, pull a winner. Get a winner. Because if they're well, let me tell winner, you why they make more money. The bigger the jackpots get, the more people buy tickets. So you make okay. more money. People act like. Two million is chicken feed. After you get up to a billion dollars, if it goes down to two million or five million, that's like chicken feed. But you can feed a lot of chickens with that. But still, <laughs> it's, it's like people don't the people don't buy tickets in the masses like they do when it gets up to a big jackpot. Well, it's that's amazing, why. man. Just to think that you know we still have all these troubles. We got all these issues in the school systems. What you know, the moms from Liberty Groups and all those guys when it comes to school. While the lottery is supposed to, you know, be that that off that offspring to to help us move this education thing forward, man. But I just think it's a scam. I, I think it's a scam, man, because there's just not enough winners. And I think we need more winners because we need more people with money. Thinking the bombing and all that stuff that's going over on over there, man. I think it's terrible. But Lincoln, a lot of white people are dying. Yeah. Yeah. And and and, and I don't know how the FCC and and uh, even our government, uh, anybody is allowing all this footage because a lot of white people are dying. And I don't know, you know, I, I, I don't know how positive that is. I, I thought they wanted to always portray, you know, the negative is, is dark skin, but man, it's pretty bad. 
Um, you know, Lincoln, man, I, I want to, again, thank you, man, for, for, uh, for creating. Uh, oh, Lincoln, one, one last thing I want to mention. <laughs> Your mind is everywhere you today, Jay, right? Are you sure you got you enough mentioned. sleep last night? My God. <laughs> you also mentioned to me, man, you know, I'm trying to put my, my time in. You know, you, you taught me how to do this. I, I, I learned this from you. So, Lincoln, you've got a good problem to have. You know when you come on and have to tell people when a guest can come, I mean, when a caller can call her every other day, the whole program. <laughs> that's, that's a good problem to have, man, to have callers. So many people willing to call that you have to line them up and create regu- regulations. And Well, yeah, when you, sometimes you have to do that. You know, <laughs> Some people think you, you want to hear them every single day. And it just gets it gets crazy, you know. If I had a national, uh, you know, well, this show is national, but absolutely because I'm because I'm in Mount Pleasant, South Carolina, yeah, brother. Yeah, uh, but uh, if you like, if I were on XM or something, I probably have to have them call once a week because you got millions of people on that XM radio listening, and so you have to bring it down to once a week instead of every other day. Well, so. where you are right now, you've got a good problem to have, man. And, um, and I'm glad that some folks can only call every every other day and uh, continue to do what you're doing, man. And you're my man, 100 grand. And All you right. Do deserve, you do deserve your flowers. Brother. Jay Wright, uh, get some sleep. Right. Get some sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for your call. All right. That's uh, Jay Wright. Yeah. It sounds like he's all over the place. You know, he's delirious there. <laughs> Let's – uh. Actually, we need to take a break. We'll come back. Uh, uh, did Karen call back? I see her name up there. We got Ray stuck in Cincy. And, and I got to talk to Brian Gary. They're having a protest. And uh, we'll take a break and come back to Brian Gary to talk about this uh, uh, rally that they're having on the steps of City Hall. Uh, we'll do that on the other side. 1230, The Buzz. Twelve thirty, WDBZ, the buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station. Lincoln, we're with you till one o'clock this afternoon. It's Thursday, and it's today. Today it's supposed to be eighty something degrees out there. Today and tomorrow, and then Saturday and Sunday, cold, cold again. Sunday is only going to get up to like fifty degrees on Sunday. I have to break out my jacket, my Bengal jacket, to go to the game. Yeah. My old uh, black-owned Bengal jacket. Break that out. Because it'll be a little nippy. And it's supposed to be windy, which is not good for the Bengals. They say it's supposed to be windy on Sunday. And the wind is no friend to Joe Burrow. I hope it's not very windy. Or the wind comes and goes. You might be able to slip a pass in when there's no wind to get a completion. But wind is no friend of Joe Burrow. It can change the path of a pass. So we'll see. All right, let's go to Brian Gary that's having something in front of the City Hall steps. When and where will this take place? Yes, sir. So first, congratulations, uh Lincoln, on your 50 years and all the community honors that you've been receiving. 
I first met you in 1976 at my house in North Avondale. When oh, your yeah. Engineer was being married. Yeah, that's right. It was uh, what was that guy's name? Uh, uh, Bruce. Uh, a Bruce Singer. Bruce Singer. Bruce Bruce Sing. No, it's Bruce Stinger. Uh, Werner. It was Bruce Werner, but he married Mickey Singer. Yeah, know. that's what. Yeah, I knew it was something like that. Yeah, <laughs> and that was in '76. Man, yeah, that's been a long time ago. <laughs> man, I remember that. We I had a DJ party the night before, and then get home around four o'clock. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, we got up that next morning, and boy, we we made it there. But it was it was a nice uh, wedding and everything like that. I remember that was in '76, huh? Yep, and it was Jeez. an honor to meet you then because I had been listening to you for years Jeez. on WCIN. Yeah, okay. Well, Brian Gary, what's going on? You're always in the politics some kind of way. What's happening now? Well, uh, right now we're just inviting everyone. Everyone's welcome to come on Saturday day after tomorrow. October 14th at noon at City Hall, just for a community support rally, and then it will be a day of action for those who want to make phone calls or, or go door-to-door after the rally. But that's, um, you know, day after tomorrow, Saturday, October 14th at noon at City Hall for a community support rally against Issue 22. We're saying save our rail, stop the sale. Okay. And uh, uh, now what would have changed your mind about uh, this yeah, no on issue 22. Is it anything that the board could have done or the advertising agency could have done to make you change your mind on this or you just flat out say we don't need to sell any assets that belong to the city? Right. So it's really corporatizing the city. Um, the people who are for it are a lot of corporate shills. They're just shilling for uh, Norfolk Southern. I mean, they stand a chance to benefit in a lot of ways, um, from the sale uh, personally. And, you know, if the Chamber of Commerce is for it, you know, they're not going to be for the poor. So, they're, you know, it's pretty much a given that if they're for it, uh, we're against it. But also, over the years, you know, this money has been used for affordable housing. Uh, now they want to restrict it to only infrastructure. And when you think about, you know, infrastructure, so the uh, – the racist stadium that went into the West End that supposedly is privately owned, but the city put $213 million into it, right? The, what did they put it into? Infrastructure. Yeah, city-owned yeah. infrastructure. So it's still uh, the plan is to continue to basically, um, you know, support uh, big businesses, you know, the mega corporate train robbers to, you know, this money is the plan for the money is to support corporations like they always done and they can mm-hmm. just call it infrastructure like they did in the west end uh-huh. yeah terrible well okay well uh, and that's tomorrow no that's saturday at what time uh noon on the steps of city hall reverend okay. lynch will be speaking and other community leaders uh we just uh ask everyone to come on down show the support uh for stopping the corruption and stopping the sale of of the railroad. Now, is there grassroots efforts out there, effort out there for from the uh, no on 22 people because they don't have money for advertising? So y'all knocking on doors or what are you doing? Well, there's like five or six groups that have formed, and now we've all sort of come together as the no on issue 22 coalition or campaign. Um, so, yes, people are knocking on doors. Uh, in fact, you know, we will be knocking on doors on Saturday, making phone calls, and uh, you know, that's all uh, being he- head up, headed up um, 
by Nelson Slater, uh, not Nelson Slater, I'm sorry, that goes way back, uh, by Nelson Pierce, uh, who's, um, you know, providing all of that ground game and uh, will be working under, under that uh, ground game as we go out into the various communities that we think are the most important ones to convince to be a no on 22. And I think that, you know, we had a no on 22 uh, just a few years ago uh, when John Cranley tried to privatize the parks. Parks, yeah, that went down. And, <laughs> and it went down. Oh, yeah. and, and it I was remember only that. About, you know, it was a very small number of people that yeah. were the no on 22, and I think they raised a total of $7,000. And, of course, it had the same glitzy ads yeah. and campaign yeah. uh, right. that this one does. But we won, I mean, uh, with yeah. a very small number of people. So I think, uh, you know, people in general don't trust yeah. Uh, the government, city council, and how they're going to spend money. Because you can look at they've been in charge of this city for 50 years, and where's the black community? You know, where's gun violence? Where's homelessness, poverty? Uh, you know, all of these issues have gotten worse under their leadership. All right. Brian Gary, Saturday at noon on the steps of City Hall. Thank you, Lincoln. Thanks for your call. All right. So there you have it. Damon Lynch and others will speak. Yeah. I, you know, I never realized that was his house, right? We was at his house for that wedding in 76. Gee, I never realized that. Okay. I was just there for the engineer who was getting married. Yeah. But I, do, I remember Cranley and his park uh, initiative that went down to the feet. Maybe the, the railroad board should have learned a lesson from that and approached it from a completely different way than Cranley did. But the people said hell to the gnaw on the parks. And I'm looking at some of the postings here on Facebook Live. How will the city be better if issue 22 fails? How will the black community be better? And, and, and I have to admit, that's a pretty good question. I can't deny that that's a good question, Mr. Nathaniel Livingston. As much as I hate to agree with Emmanuel, I mean, uh, Nathaniel and Emmanuel, both of them, I disagree with a lot of, but I, I agree with Nate a whole lot more than I agree with Emmanuel. I mean, I hired Nate. To work here at the Buzz. And you got stuck with Emmanuel. <laughs> <laughs> and Emmanuel was sort of like a plus one. Nate begged for her, for us to bring him on. My brother does the stuff. He can. Okay. So Na Emmanuel was a plus one with Nate. And uh, he says, how will the city be better if issue 22 fails? How will the black community be better? And then the answer to that would be, can they be any worse than what they are now? I don't know. So Anything could be worse. Well, I guess it could. But that's a good, um, that's a good question, Mr. Nathaniel Livingston, I presume. We got to take a break for news. Karen, Ray, Stuck in Cincy, and others holding on. My phone number, 513-749-1230. There's a couple, one line, one line available. If you want to jump on that, you better do it quick. 1230, The Buzz.